Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. And welcome to episode 12 of Champagne and Queso. I'm your co-host, Lindsay Lawler. And I'm Carla Antonelli. Hey, girl. Hey. So, for those of you just joining Champagne and Queso, we are a mix of all things music, food, fashion, wellness, and of course... <laughs> champagne and Queso. That's right. More importantly, wellness and champagne and queso. That's right. Together. Yeah. Always. 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 And forever. And forever. We are joined today with our good friends, Erin Ketty. Hey, girl. Hey. And we actually have a repeat offender on the show today, Rebecca Nelson. The first hey. Mm-hmm. She was, yeah, first repeat offender. <laughs> yeah. She was on our show, uh, episode six, I believe. But it was our Valentine's Vixen Vamp. This is why I'm not allowed to make titles again, because I... <laughs> Um, so our last episode, we actually had our she's mild... She's our girl crush. Let's yes. just be honest. We've got a girl crush. Uh, Larley Balance, Larley Goldberg, LLBalance.com, was our guest a couple weeks ago, and she's amazing. Please go buy her cookbook. I met her through Carla, and how did you fall in love with her? Um, Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I fell in love with her Insta stories. She's a holistic chef and has a new cookbook out. And I will say, I don't eat healthy, and um, she makes me want to be healthy, because she'll take those, like... Kind of staple, right. staple meals that we all kind of grew up on, whether it's mac and cheese, or hamburger helper, mm-hmm. or kind of random, random things, and makes a healthy version of them, and they're delicious. Everything she makes is like a flavor bomb. It's so good. It is. But it still tastes maybe even better than and what you remember. I think they all taste better, really, than... The original, obviously. I haven't made anything that I haven't liked, and I've made a lot of it. <laughs> I'm like obsessed. I'm still waiting. Still waiting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, she's probably got a restraining order on you. I know. Um, let's talk about your last cover. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. you just surpassed me. Yeah, hey, Larley, I bought the same laptop cover that you use because you show it on Instagram every day. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But you made the scallops the other night for dinner, and they looked amazing. And those whipped sweet potatoes and that photo, I mean, that looked like a professional photographer took that photo. Well, Seamus, my husband, did take it, <laughs> oh, and he well, actually kind of does that for a living, so I can't take credit. <laughs> right, but fine. it was our night before our 10-year anniversary, so that was my night of cooking. Yeah, well, hey, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So check out episode 11. Laura Lee is an absolute delight. And check her out at llbalanced.com. She has lots of extra recipes there. And her and buy her cookbook on Amazon or wherever you can shop locally. That's right. Um, so speaking of anniversary dinner, our friend and guest today, Erin Ketty, saved my ass on our anniversary because we had a reservation for one place, got there, and didn't want to be there. And she... Swept in because Erin works at the fabulous. She is the <laughs> director of food and beverage. Thank you. I was going to say wizard, something wizard like kitchen. Behind the curtain. Yeah. Wizard behind the curtain. Wizard behind the curtain <laughs> at the Thompson Hotel here in Nashville, as well as Marsh House and the fabulous rooftop LA Jackson. Jackson, LA Jackson that we love. So hi, Erin. Hi, Lindsay. We also like to play a game called Ignore the Guest and talk to them like twenty minutes in. <laughs> Well, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. We're, we're glad you haven't left yet. So our sweet Erin Ketty is here, and we want to talk to her about all things food and drink in Nashville, um, as well as the fact that you just got back from Cuba. We want to hear a lot about it. Rebecca Nelson also just got back from Alaska and was on a European 
thrill ride for her birthday that she booked yep. for herself recently, too. Yep. Capri and Barcelona. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, everyone, where are we going? Well, you were just, you're going to Rochester this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm so going to fabulous <laughs> Rochester, New York. I, that's mean, don't, I mean, don't be jealous, guys. No. So jealous. Contain your excitement. All right, so, Erin, you moved here from New York how long ago? Almost three years now. So Aaron and I met because we worked together at City Winery Nashville when it was first opening, and we have been friends ever since. We hit it off right away. Although, I do remember the first thing I ever said to Aaron Ketty, <laughs> which was, it's a good thing you met me today, because yesterday I was in a mood. <laughs> That's really true about you. Yeah. Totally. You actually so said that? I yes. did. Relationship or not at all, but let's find out together. And then we ended up drinking all the Cabernet Franc that City Watery had to offer for the next few months. We did, that. and then I had to leave yeah. <laughs> for my sanity's yeah. sake yeah. <laughs> and my liver. Well, then you introduced us to Aaron. I remember you came and spent Thanksgiving at our house, which if you right. listen to our very oh. first episode mm-hmm. of Champagne and Queso, we talk about bringing all of our friends in and you weren't going home for holidays that year and came over and that's when we fell in love with you. (laughs) So quick, I want to talk about your travels, but I also really want to hear about the, the transition from New York to Nashville and how that was different when you first got here and how it's different now because Nashville is... Well, it's it's, changed so much just in those three years. Um, So I knew I wanted to move out of New York because I wanted to go to a city that was growing in food and beverage. I think, you know, New York will continue to grow with food and beverage, but you sort of hit a a wall with what you can do creatively. Um, And I knew Nashville was one of those cities that it was going to continue to grow, but there was a lot more opportunity for me to sort of think outside the box. So I got the job at City Winery and came down here two weeks after I got it. Last year, I joined the Thompson uh, and BRG Nashville to open their uh, restaurants at the hotel. Um, But when I first moved here, I think... You know, you still sort of had this idea, or at least I did as the New Yorker, um, that Nashville was a lot of Southern food and heavy food. Uh, And so everywhere I would go would be very, um, a lot of biscuits and butter and and all things that I love. Over the course of the last three years, I think you're starting to see a lot more restaurants open that are a lot lighter. Some of these that are less comfort food. More about the experience a little bit, right? I don't know. I, I think, again, as a New Yorker, I moved here and I was like, everybody is so nice. I'd walk into a gas station and be like, how's your day? So the difference when you moved here three years ago, when we didn't have restaurants or we didn't have rooftop bars, we didn't have a place, we didn't have these awesome boutique hotels. A lot of seafood. A lot of seafood. Yeah, that's very true. Last year we've seen a lot of seafood in Nashville. Um, And even I think more cuisines from international, you know. So I think you're starting to see a lot more of the international influences in this southern cuisine, which is fun too. We were obviously known years ago as being like the honky tonk town and country music, and to see what's happening now with the Thompson Hotel, probably the, the smartest thing about the placement of that hotel is they're in the Gulch, and y'all need to go stay there. Anyone who's listening that's figuring out where they should stay in Nashville, I would say that's the perfect place because you're just removed enough from Broadway where you're not going to deal mm-hmm. too much with the crazy, but you can see downtown from right. the place. And you're going to get an awesome experience. Well, and everyone comes to the Thompson, and the number one thing they usually say is it feels like L.A., and it feels like New York and Miami, but in a, a better national way. It doesn't feel like it doesn't belong. It feels like it does, but you've got that sort of city vibe to it. Totally. Yeah, it really does. I mean, that hotel was a game changer, I think, for this market. Oh, yeah. Like, 
it's the first of bringing in, I feel like, all these others that are starting to come, but y'all are going to be the anchor. All right, so what is, why would you say, or what would you say would be the number one reason to stay at the Thompson? Food and drink. Um, I think that you can have a different experience in all the different food and beverage outlets uh, and not have to leave the property. Um, you can go to Killbrew Coffee and have an incredible donut or cinnamon roll. Oh, that okay. cinnamon roll. <laughs> From our that cinnamon chef. roll. And the box of donuts. Yeah. Funny, <laughs> funny story. So you were gone. Yeah. And you sent out, um, Rebecca and I had brunch there at the bar. And so Aaron sends out the cinnamon roll and the box of donuts. Right. And possibly something else. I, I don't remember, but there was like finally, peanut butter thing. Finally, someone came by. One of the staff goes, "Who do you know here? They just keep sending things out. They <laughs> just really like to feed people. That's what makes me happy. The coffee at Killebrew is amazing. Crane. It's really delicious. But then you can go to Marsh House and have an elevated seafood experience. Um, you know, there's all great seafood restaurants popping up in, in Nashville right now. But I think. Everyone sort of brings something different. You know, for us being a New Orleans-based company, um, we have a lot of great relationships with seafood purveyors out of the Gulf um, that we continue to literally fly in each day uh, into Nashville. And we send a courier to the airport to pick it up. And so it's really fun to tell our guests that, like, the oysters that you had two nights ago were probably out of the water the day before. Um, and that makes a world of difference when you're in a landlocked state. So. Yeah, <laughs> so totally. Very time, yeah. yeah. Well, my husband from Cape Cod appreciates it very much. Yeah. And then on top of it, you're going to get the rooftop experience, which we haven't had that a lot in Nashville, but until just recently, y'all being one of the places that's really spearheading that, which is pretty amazing. And y'all's view, literally look the Thompson view, you can see all downtown. It's the best view of downtown. It is. It, it truly is. And just the experience there is just, it's so different from Marsh House, which mm-hmm. is what's really cool is you have two completely separate experiences that are- yeah, Marsh House is the restaurant, is the restaurant down below. Down below, exactly. And, um- L.A. Jackson is just awesome. Just the whole, like, vibe in there, the decor, like, everything is just spot on. So, so cheers to having the best rooftop. Yeah, I know. Rooftop cheers. Here. It is my favorite. Thanks for coming yeah. to it all the time. Entertaining yeah. me at work. <laughs> I think the thing that's unique about the Thompson compared to other hotels here is it's, it's really bringing that more city culture here of locals wanting to go hang out at the hotel restaurants and bars, which yeah. we've never had before. I mean, which is what we want. And even the way that the lobby's laid out, you know, it's a space you can mm-hmm. come work in. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't or drink during often. the day and work at night. Yeah. Whatever. Why don't Why don't I work there more often? They have good Wi-Fi there. I don't know yeah. why I don't work there every day. If you're coming to Nashville, go check out the Thompson Hotel, Ellie Jackson up on the roof, Marsh House down below, and have the best meal you can have. And then on top of it, we wanted to have you here today. Thank you for coming. Cheers again. So that cheers a lot. And I feel like I'm the only one drinking all of my drink, and no one else is. I'll take a picture of this. It's on our Insta story right now, but um, Rebecca and Lindsay are drinking their champagne out of rocks glasses. So that's... (laughs) Anything goes here in uh, champagne and queso. Well, Um, earlier we were drinking out of this. We were drinking out of my wedding night um, vases. (laughs) Vases. Glasses. That's a whole other story. (laughs) Why we should celebrate that's a whole other thing. Yeah, story. we were drinking at my wedding day flutes earlier because my husband is not here currently in town and we yeah, had, speaking of travel, it's empty. Right? I'm so sorry. That's perfect. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> right, right. Um, but we're also excited to have Ketty here today, Aaron Ketty, because you literally just got back from Cuba, which we, the last time we saw you, we were at your pool and you were 
anticipating the idea of is Cuba going to be a really terrible trip or the one of the best trips of my life? Sure. So survey says? One of the best trips of my life. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Awesome. But we all need to go quickly before yes. you know who lets us not go anymore. Yeah. Well, so Trump made that announcement on Friday and after a little bit of research. So actually, my mother bought a ticket the day she found out that Trump was going to make this announcement. So she landed Thursday before he spoke on Friday. So she's still there right now. So no way. She is. Jury's out whether or not she's going to come back. So oh. he made it on Friday. We didn't know what the answer was going to be. And she was like, well, if this is my last chance. I'm going. I'm going. So, but it looks based on the very small amount of research that I did, it's still the same. You can still go the same way that I did. It's just a lot stricter coming back. So when I went through customs, they were like, "Where are you going from?" I said, "Cuba." They're like, "All right, great. Have a good day." Um, where now I think you're going to have to prove a little bit more one of the twelve reasons that you went, um, and mine was to support the Cuban people. And so I think they're going to make you prove how you actually supported the Cuban people. So what were the, what are the options coming through customs? Like, I get, like, supporting the Cuban people. Is it holiday? So there's, like, 12. Originally, before uh, Obama allowed access into the country, you could really only go for journalism or education. Um, Where now there's 12 reasons. So you can go for um, still education and journalism, supporting the Cuban people. Is it, like, the arts? Like, arts, yeah. There's, like, something with athletics. Like, if you're going to run a marathon, uh, something to do with music. So there's a few other options now, but... I think based on Friday's announcement that you'll have to go through more hoops and whistles to prove that that's one of the reasons that you're going and not just for the beach. beach. Mm-hmm. And that's a, like, I just, I was helping Seamus fill out, my husband fill out his visa to go to Asia. And in my head, I'm like, it's, it's work, pleasure, family. Right. When you're put, actually yeah. putting an, a, you know, a reason for going. So supporting the, the Cuban economy or people, that's a really interesting... But do they mean almost like a humanitarian way yes. when they say, yeah, they mean yes. that. Like, or you're doing like a mission, like a, I've had, yeah. I know some sure. people who've gone prior to this, they've gone on like mission trips right. you know, prior to it kind of being more open. You have to think yeah. of like also too, like I had a good friend in college, so he went to Wake Forest and they had a mission trip to Cuba. Oh, the Wake Forest kids are going to go to Cuba? Right. She air-quoted that. I'm sorry, I missed the air-quote on that. She put, quote-unquote, work trip. Work trip. Like, we're going to, like, volunteer in Cuba for two weeks. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Wake Forest. Yeah. I wonder now, too, because I have global entry, so I wonder if that would help. No, no, it won't. I feel like Cuba doesn't care. By the way, Rebecca's global entry card, she looks like a spy. (laughs) I look like a Russian spy. She looks like her name should be Nadia. (laughs) And I almost feel like I need to take like a just a little picture of the photo. So they asked for it. They asked for it in Canada. And the sweet little girl that asked for it in Canada looked at it and was like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's my, that's my global entry card. Thanks. You were actually just nodding, by the way, too, like you were uh, Japanese. So I'm very <laughs> concerned but... about your idea of nationalities. Or she's traveling in more places than we think she is. Thank right? you. She's or a she's a spy. <laughs> yes. I would love that. Thank you. All right, so tell me, Erin, the best and worst part about your trip. No, worse, that's such an ugly word. Maybe the, the downside of your trip. The and most challenging part challenging. Of the trip. So the best part, the most challenging, and maybe the biggest surprise of your trip. The biggest surprise is definitely, I, I guess, the amount of poverty. I think in my naive American head, you see these photos of the classic cars and these beautiful buildings, and I sort of thought that's where I was going. Um, and when you arrive, it's like immediate, just 
sort of shambles and just people looking, um, you know, very malnourished and whatnot. But even in Old Havana, it's like this beautiful building that someone has bought, uh, refurbished, and then right next to it is just complete rubble. It's not terrible, but I did a little bit of research on where, like, the Kardashians and Madonna went in Cuba to then sort of land accordingly. That's why I want to travel. With <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, right. I mean, and Google where solid, the Kardashians go. Solid research. Travel companion. That's brilliant, by the way. <laughs> so Madonna celebrated her 54th birthday at this restaurant called La Gardera, which is literally we turned down a corner and I was like, oh, this is where I'm going to die for sure. <laughs> one block forward, like, it was the most beautiful restaurant. Oh. Um, just open, beautiful views, incredible food. Uh, the most expensive cocktail I had at $6, as opposed to the $2 uh, daiquiris I've been drinking. No $6 was expensive. Yeah. $6 was expensive. Everything else was literally, like, $2. The best part was uh, the dancing and the music. Um, oh. I think when you, you sort of look at the, the poverty and, and then you – turn right and everyone's just out in the streets celebrating and dancing i could watch salsa dancing for like hours did you do it did you salsa dance no i needed like three more mojitos <laughs> <laughs> you're a dancer um, How did you no but these people were incredible it was like a you know like they've been salsa dancing their whole lives i wasn't ready for that kind of pressure <laughs> I feel like a young Cuban male could have brought you into the salsa dancing area. You're right. And she's got the dancing chops. I do. I do. But not like rhythm is my hips. <laughs> not like rhythm is going to get you? No. Not like Gloria. <laughs> um, and the most challenging, I think, was there's no, like, internet. Um, and you can't even do like Okay, so Carla can't phone. go. No, it's fine. I survived the Caribbean without it's okay, Wi-Fi. I mean, I found Wi-Fi where so I did it. So did you go found with it. friends? Oh, I found it. I went with friends. I went with a girlfriend of mine from college who we've traveled uh, nearly every year together. Uh, and this year I was like, why not Cuba? Let's figure it out before Perfect. it gets so Americanized. Exactly. And Starbucks on a corner. And so we did. It was great. But it, I, I like the part of not having connection it was nice to train my brain to not look Mm -hmm. at a phone and to look at a human and look at where I was and have conversations it is nice you don't realize how dependent you are on it until you don't have have it it. so pour me another drink please (laughs) I don't have it so give me another (laughs) when you went was it like travel and hotel and everything or did you kind of pick what you wanted to do as you got there I always pick what I want to do I don't like group trips I don't like to I sort of don't like to have a plan so I did a little bit of research just like how to get into the country and get out of it but other than that good of, things to know yeah I, I appreciate that <laughs> how to get home did you stay in a in a hotel there or did you do an Airbnb VRBO we stayed at a hotel um my mom's currently staying at an Airbnb or they call them um a casa so it's like a human literally hosts you and makes them breakfast every morning so I'm curious to see her experiences versus mine and your mom also went like she went booked a she trip before, right? She went in 2012. She's so not she still at open. that same family's house. She's gone again. <laughs> to be clear, <laughs> she's been home. She went home. back. <laughs> she went back. Um, but even the items that I was telling her this trip versus what she saw in 2012 were, were night and day. Didn't you say that like she booked her trip as soon as she saw the chance that we were going to be blocked from going? So when I was in Cuba, like the only station we had was CNN, and as I was like getting ready, I was like Trump to make announcement on travel and on Friday. And so she booked a ticket that day, landed the Thursday before his announcement. She's there right now, wow. just living her best Cuban life. <laughs> and I haven't heard from her in three days, so, so I, I think she's I love fine. your mom. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, I kind of love your mom. Well, she's where I got the travel bug. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, and it's 
empowering. I think like you taking this trip and Rebecca, you just planned a trip in May for your birthday and you went back to Europe and did Capri and Barcelona, Capri and Barcelona. And when Rebecca, when you said you were planning a trip alone for your birthday, like I don't, I don't walk to the mailbox alone. Like I'm just not good at being alone. So like you taking a trip alone. I know Aaron, you went with a friend. Either way, I think it's just amazing to to get out and explore and like see the things that we can while we can, right? Sure. So you just Rebecca, you were in Europe and then came back for like you there went there on your own as your birthday trip to yourself. Then came back and then now went to Alaska with your family. You've done that a couple times, like taken off as a single female and traveled. Like, not to Poughkeepsie, but, like, out of the country. Why Cuba over any place else you could have been? Because you are, Aaron. you work all the time. All the time. Some, a little bit by choice, a little bit not by choice because of the profession you've chosen. Sure. So, you've got, essentially, this one trip, maybe a year, like, to do the trip. Why Cuba? Uh, because I wanted to get to it before it became Americanized and there was McDonald's and Starbucks. And there was even one point in the middle that I was like, I really crush nice coffee right now. <laughs> that's not even an option. And it's not that hard to get to, right? So you no, just like, I mean, how Southwest far flies there now. Yeah. Oh, they do? Yeah. And, do until you, they like, can't. Do you um, True. change planes at like Miami or? I went through Miami. So my entire plane was like all Cuban, Cuban American, I assume. Um, and really overall, like, yeah, there wasn't a lot of American tourists. There were a lot of Europeans and a ton of Canadians. Mm-hmm. Only 90 miles. It was a 45 minute plane ride from Miami. Oh, wow. So would you think that now, I have a couple of friends that are talking about going to Cuba and I'm like, well, you've got to talk to Aaron. Do you feel like a hotel or an Airbnb would be a better go-to? I would go Airbnb and be able to spend time with someone who lives there and someone that's hosting you, essentially. Oh. I don't believe they actually live there. They'll they'll pick you up. They'll drive you places. They'll cook for you. They're, they're there to sort of be an asset. They still see this as, like, a business yeah. for them, like a hosting business. Right. And they're the, for the most part, the Cuban people were so nice. And they, <sighs> they wanted to get to know you. They wanted to tell their stories. Um, we hired a taxi to take us out into the Vanales Valley one day, which is an hour and a half outside of Havana, um, which is where I got my cigars from the tobacco fields. Uh, the driver just wanted to tell his story and, and was really interested in communicating with us and just proving his English and, and wanting to, to continue that sort of Cuban spirit. I think they're just as excited about this new relationship as, mm. as we are, at least from what I saw. This is a weird question that I feel like I should know the answer to. But do they take American dollars there now, or do you have to exchange oh, money? No. They don't, and they don't take any cards. Um, so you have to really put yourself what? on a plan. Oh. That is a helpful tip. You need cash. Just change my Cuba, trip. Cuba is cash only. Cuba is cash only. And not, and not the cash but that you not have. American dollars. You, have. you can oh, take no. American dollars and exchange them, but there's a 10% uh, tax on it. So I changed to euros in Miami and switched to that. Oh, good to call. Cuban. 10%? Good call. Yeah. And then check check with your banks. So speaking as a woman traveling on her own, when I got to Europe in Capri, I found I was had a lot more discounts if I paid in euros. So I had to call my bank and like really push. Don't penalize me for that because there's a three percent fee every time that you swipe your card. Yeah. Or yeah. So if I'm gonna pay thousand dollars for a hotel, that's three percent ATM. So anyone listening, if you're gonna take a trip, make sure you have that cleared before you go. They were very happy to waive it as long as I asked them ahead of time. Something else that Don and I have done a lot is 
I mean, we we will find a local bank when we get there mm-hmm. because you're going to get a better exchange rate if you just Definitely. go 100% to a bank better, yeah. versus going to your air going to the travel kiosk mm-hmm. at the airport, the currency exchange at the airport. Um, but sometimes we we just make sure we change a little money into whatever that currency. Usually it's euros because we're, we're everything's there euros at this that, point yeah. before we come back. So we just before we come back to the states, just so that we have it. So for our next trip, which could be 10 years down the road, we at least know we just like keep it in a safe place and we just know we have like a little bit of cash in that currency to get us to get us to our next place before we have the opportunity to get to a bank. If you're just joining us, this is episode 12 of Champagne and Queso. We're with our dear friends, Erin Ketty and Rebecca Nelson. Erin Ketty just got back from Cuba and she also works for the fabulous Thompson Hotel, which is probably one of the coolest saving graces of Nashville that we have right now. Um, so go to the Thompson Hotel, stay there, hang out at L.A. Jackson on the rooftop and have cocktails, have dinner at Marsh House. You won't do- Get coffee at Killebrew. Get coffee at Killebrew. You won't be disappointed of, at any of it. And sweet Rebecca, who just keeps wandering into our podcast every night. We don't <laughs> We don't know what she's doing. No, <laughs> Where she is, what she really is. Our, she's our world traveler. She's our good card. The traveling thing alone, like, listen, I, I've never been to a movie by myself. So the fact that you plan like a massive trip, it's fascinating to me. Like the idea of that and doing that alone. And your friend that you went went with to Cuba, did y'all go together? Did you meet down there? Uh, no, we met in Miami and then flew on over. And I she knew more Spanish than I did. I took French in high school, and then I studied abroad in Italy, and I'm around a lot of Spanish now, so I have my own little Latin language up here that doesn't make sense to anybody else. So it's a huge asset of having her be able to speak Spanish. Your own Latin language in your own head, I'm sure that comes in handy a <laughs> well, lot. Well, because you have, you know restaurant Spanish. <laughs> right. Just, like, yeah. Actually yeah. just like normal Spanish. Kitchen Spanish. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just like, and Don knows construction Spanish. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, like, doesn't get me very doesn't far. Doesn't get you very far when you get yeah. <laughs> into a country situation. Yeah. So would you go back? You've done Cuba now. Would you go back and do it again? I would. I would go to the other side. I'd go to uh, uh, Santiago and Trinidad and sort of explore oh, that side yeah. of things. Um, because I think there's so much more to see there. We just really got Yeah, no one really talks, I mean, it's, no one really Trinidad, talks about, yeah. um, those areas of Cuba. Everyone, I think when you go, you just feel like you've got to go to Havana. Right. And, and kind of do and see well, Havana. it's fairly big. It's not, it's like a 12-hour drive if you were going to go from Havana to the other side. So you'd have to fly and plan that. And there's a lot of wow. beautiful beaches and, and whatnot, I think. You know, there's handful of bachelor parties that we saw there. Um, when I played Lindsay the other night, the the culture of drinking there is very prevalent. The night that I went and watched everyone salsa dance, everyone had these tables with bottles of Havana Club, and a few Cokes and ice, and we're just freely like drinking. But it wasn't ever to get drunk or party. It was uh, to, I guess, just sort of enhance the experience. So to see these bachelor parties where, you know, I guess they were probably thinking of more of a New Orleans experience or the Nashville mm-hmm. experience or Vegas. Uh, and I didn't see that. So it's interesting that that's sort of what these bachelors are kind of. Well, that's the same thing. Um, same thing. Europe, you know, in Europeans, they are drinking for the experience right. and for they, it's all about the food and the wine and the journey and the conversation. They're not and really drinking to get drunk. No. no. I think no. that's an American thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not drinking to get drunk. Can you can you expand on that a little bit? <laughs> can you pass the members? Speaking of which, 
know more about Capri because um, I didn't get I didn't get to go to Capri. You had the food poisoning. Yes, I was. um, Don and I went to Positano for our honeymoon, and Capri was on our list, and we had a whole excursion plan to go over there on the boat and spend the day in Capri and come back to Positano and I got food poisoning on our honeymoon. Still can't see a shrimp with it with like full with, like with the eyes. With the yeah. eyes. It actually yeah. it actually happened at dinner in Indianapolis yeah. on Friday night and I did not touch that tamale because fifteen years later I still, still can't see that it's Ugh. still there. Um <laughs> So I didn't get to go there. So we were really bummed because that was really, we were really looking forward to kind of exploring that island and the whole area of the Amalfi Coast is just out of a dream. It's it's out of a dream. It's so beautiful. No Cap- pictures do Capri it Capri is like, Capri is everything you want it to be and not at the same time. So I went with a friend. Like I met a friend there. No, no, no. I met a friend there. It was fantastic. Um. It's hard to it's get there. Hard it's to hard get to there. get to Positano. It was planes, trains, and automobiles that so that trip was I do rough. the I do the long trip. Get to Charles One de Gaulle. Of the Charles de Gaulle, right. by the way, is the worst airport on the planet. Yeah, it is I pretty, I don't wish that on anyone. It's pretty bad. I mean, um, and then we get to myself. Naples, which is equally as bad. <laughs> and you're probably going to get robbed, by the way. So just be prepared for that. Cool. Sounds like a good trip. Way, by the way, be prepared to get mobbed in Naples. Naples. anywhere in Naples. So far, <laughs> so sounds fun. Yeah. Maybe yeah, we am going to Cuba. <laughs> yeah, we take the taxi. So we meet Naples. We take the taxi to the wharf. We get on the the boat. At that point, I'm like, I've been up for 24 hours. Like, where mm-hmm. are we? Like, what's happening? Like, and I'm you're alone like, at this whole point. At this point, by the wharf, I'm with my girlfriend who's okay. been there before. She's like, I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I need to find an ATM <laughs> that gives me money without charging me fifty dollars. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like. I'm, like, walking into Naples. I have buses and cars and scooters flying at me from every direction. Um, just a side note, like, stop signs and traffic lights are just optional. So Ooh. if there's a red light, it's, it's, it's a, it's it's a casual like, suggestion. pause. Like, just pause. But they don't even really pause. So that's yeah. kind of how So I have, like, a bag, and she has my yeah. suitcase, and I'm like, I see the bank. I see the Bank of Italia up ahead. Like, that's my, like, green light. I get there, and it's like, you can't withdraw that much money. I'm like... Okay. At that point, I've been awake for 48 hours, and Oof. we get to Capri, and we get to our hotel, and it's beautiful, and it's fabulous, and I'm eating there in cheese and meats, and God help me, Capri is gorgeous. Four days later, I'm ready to leave Capri. Yeah? Yeah. Because that's really it, right? I mean, it's... So that's how we were just going to do that as a day trip. Um, I'd say stay there two nights. Yeah. Do two nights at Capri, do a couple of the really great restaurants like we went to some really fantastic restaurants where the food the ambiance the view amazing well it's i remember being there and you know granted again this was like 15 years ago but i remember being in positano and and thinking this is why so many poets and artists kind of resided in that area because it's just it literally is out of a dream it's so beautiful just the views are amazing just the whole architecture because everything's built up on into these islands, you know, into these mountains, basically. Everything's just sort of, like, built up the mountainside. It's just, it's beautiful. Like, I remember the second day we were there, we went and got Ellen's massages, and we are looking at this rock formation, and we are looking at the yachts, and there's a murdered-out yacht. There's a what? Murdered-out yacht. What does that mean? 
Like you think about the murdered out Mercedes with the matte black and the yeah, like, windows. Someone had a yacht that was completely murdered out. Do you like, know what that term is? Well, yeah. Hey Actually, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> What's a murdered out yacht? Okay. I found something on the web for what's the murdered out yacht. Take a look. How is she in a male voice? <laughs> oh, no, it's a he. Because I changed it so I had a hot man talking to me. Those are all cars. That's not the yacht. That's not what you're thinking? So wait, murdered out should be like, the quote, right? Okay, so clearly we need to have a photo of what a murdered out yacht is. Maybe on our Facebook or just murdered out in general? Hey, Siri. Yes. <laughs> What does murdered out mean? Dude, I shouldn't it's I shouldn't have to my phone. What does murdered out mean? Have a look. I'm gonna like be in somebody's Right. Like you're, now 60 on a, minutes. you're now on a watch list. I'm one to watch. <laughs> murdered out. When a vehicle has both black paint and black aftermarket wheels, the window tint should also be really dark and other aftermarket accessories such as black brilliant taillights, etc. So there you go. So Pretty it's much. a boat that's basically, they've done the same treatment to it. And also, too, I'm on the FBI's most wanted list now. <laughs> no. Cool. So, good times. <laughs> Let's just make sure we're all clear about that. Okay. Okay. We're out yachts. We're there. Re- Rebecca, by the way, is like our resident spa expert. So if you need any recommendations for spas, whether that's on the cruise ship or in any European country. That is, that's murdered out. Or, and, yeah. and where you can find... <laughs> Murdered out cars and yachts. She's our resident expert. Hashtag where do I find a good murder out? <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Cheers. Um, yeah, cheers. 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 <laughs> hey, if you're just joining us on episode 12 of Champagne and Queso and you don't know what it's about, that's cool because we don't either. <laughs> Welcome. Um, <laughs> Champagne and Queso is a blend of music, fashion, food, drink, wellness, and of course... Champagne and queso. That's right. You can find us everywhere online at? On Instagram and Facebook at Champagne and queso. And on Twitter at Champs and queso. And always use our hashtag Champs and queso. That's right. And we're a free podcast on iTunes. You can find us, of course, by looking there at Champagne and queso or any other podcast app. We're here with our good friends, Aaron Ketty. Hey, girl. Hey. Well done. And Rebecca Nelson. <laughs> Hey there. Yeah. Rebecca's been here before. She was on our episode when we did our Valentine Vixen Vamp, and we talked all things relationship. Just sidebar, though. Let's talk about how Rebecca's t-shirt today says, whatever, I'll just date myself. I mean, I guess that's a follow-up to our last last time she was on the show. I think something that we're not prepared for, like when when we travel to places like, because... We didn't even think, Don and I did not think about this when we went to Positano, where they do take siesta there. Everything, literally everything closes from, I yeah. think, there, two to four, five, two yeah. to four or five. They literally take a nap. Yeah. It's amazing. For three hours. But if you're on vacation. <laughs> three hours. You have to sort of plan for that. Well, it's what? good for us as Americans because we get going and then want to keep going, keep going, keep well, going. Well, we're we used stop. to our days being very planned and, and we have... Like, there's always something to do. And so when you travel to some of these places like this, where they do really take these, like, afternoon naps, essentially, you just, as an American, have to be sort of prepared for that. Something to sort of think about. I mean, Positano was really funny in that sometimes church services just didn't happen because, like, the priests just didn't make it over to right. the island that really? day. Yeah, that happened on our honeymoon. 
God bless him. Hey. I know. Cheers, cheers to the Europeans. Cheers to the Europeans. I kind of like it. Cheers to the Hashtag siesta to the States. I'm making that t-shirt. I would rather work to 8 p.m. at night and have a three-hour nap during the day than be done at five. Siesta to the States. But in Italy, they don't even do that. Siesta segues into aperitivo when all the bars and cafes. It's essentially happy hour, and they put out a ton of food, charcuterie and cheese, and all of that's included mm. as long as you buy a drink. So they don't even go back to work. They really don't. So really, don't. they're just working eight to one. <laughs> Where does everyone want to travel next? Croatia. Yeah, Croatia. That's on my list. I'm going too. to South Africa in December. You are? What? Are they planned? Uh, sort of. My mom has always wanted to take my little sisters and I to uh, South Africa, so we're going to go to Cape Town wine country and like go to safari. Um, and give back in some form or another. I think do something with an orphanage. My mom was a teacher for her whole life, so do something with education there as well. That's amazing. Yeah. Shoot, I was going to be like, I want to go to a resort in Mexico. I'm going to... Somewhere, I just want to go to um, Croatia. But fine, Erin, go do some humanitarian <laughs> work. Although I will say, actually, I went to Isla Mujeres with our friend Skip and Rhonda for their 30th anniversary a couple years ago. And I fell in love with that island as far as Mexico goes. I love Mexico. And you, you fly into Cancun and then you take a ferry over there. And it's just this beautiful island that is really sweet and quaint. And it's like, you know, little cobblestone paths and people have scooters or golf carts and just and ride around and I've recently realized that a guy actually that I've known for a long time since I worked in radio in Dallas and then now he's a, a record guy here in Nashville apparently they have this fabulous nonprofit that they do a songwriters thing on Isla the island every year and all the proceeds they and they bring in some pretty big names as far as artists and songwriters um, and people specifically from Nashville so they raise funds for this awesome school on the island where they take care of underprivileged children um, and special and special needs children. And it's a really cool, beautiful like weekend. And all the money goes to this school. And they also it's a fishing tournament like out on the deep blue sea cool. and songwriters event. So they have all these. It's basically like what they do in Key West. Mm-hmm. But they do it on Isla, and all the money goes to this school right there on the island. So you know whatever you're doing is going to this school that you can see right across the way. That's the next trip that I want to do. We were looking at going, Don has, I think because he watched an Anthony Bourdain, because like we're we're obsessed um, with, is it Parts Unknown? Is that what his latest latest one is? is? He really wants us to go to San Sebastian, which is around, I actually had to look it up because. Obviously, I think. It's a part of Spain, but it's actually kind of closer to France. But as we were kind of Googling it, actually we were talking about this um, last night, I don't think us going there in November or December is really, it's going to be very cold there during during that time of year. So we may hold on that trip. We're looking at like Argentina and Chile, Mm -hmm. maybe. And Seamus right now is on like a crazy tour right now. So yeah, Seamus just landed literally this afternoon in Vietnam. And then he's going to, so it'll be in Vietnam, uh, Japan, and Bali. And he's taking the bullet train from Osaka to Tokyo. That's crazy. Oh, so I that's love really cool. And that's their one day off. Everyone keeps saying to me, like, why didn't you go travel with him? I'm like, well, if you want to buy the $3,000 flight from place to place, cool. Right. And on top of it, they work 
all day, every day. He's working with Jeff Corwin, who's like an animal guy, and it's this ABC show. But I think I, – I looked at his whole itinerary, and I'm like, the thing that looks the most amazing to me is that you're taking – the bullet, bullet train, train from yeah. Osaka to Tokyo. How long yeah. does it take? Like, is it like, like 30 seconds, I guess. Oh. I don't even know. <laughs> That's what I think. Like, yeah. Yeah. He blinks and he's, he's, there. Blinks and he's there. Yeah. If you haven't been to Nashville yet, you should. And when you do get here, go to the Thompson Hotel, have a drink at LA Jackson on the roof, have dinner at Marsh House down below, ask for Erin because she'll come out. And hug you. <laughs> You're okay with the hugging, right? Well, and maybe bring my bottle of rum. Ask for her by name. She'll come out. You really will. I really will. <laughs> hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. I know this episode was all over the place, but thank you for still listening. Thanks to Erin Caddy for coming in. And hopefully we gave you some good travel tips today. I hope so. And if you need more, call us and we'll go with you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, we're always down. <laughs> Our passports are ready. For sure. Right? Hey, you can find us everywhere online at... Champagne and Queso on Instagram and Facebook, and Champs and Queso on Twitter, which is also our hashtag. That's right. And you can find us on iTunes. We're a free podcast at Champagne and Queso. Hey, cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers. guys. We have so much for being here sharing your awesome vacation stories. Thank you for having us. And may your glasses always be full of Champagne and Queso. <laughs>